This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Insiders wherever you get your podcasts. It's eight on the beat, PB on the podcast. You know what's up? You know we finna bust that. <laughs> 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 All right, that's the new intro music. That's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back into the 76ers Insiders podcast. Matt Murphy, along with the two Sixers two-way contract players here at the 2022 NBA Summer League in Las Vegas, Charlie Brown Jr. and Julian Champagny. Yes, sir. Thanks, guys. Starting with Charlie, what's Summer League been like getting to know some of these new teammates, including the guy you're sitting next to, Julian? Um, It's been refreshing. I would say being in Vegas for like five like a week and a half already it's been it's been fun it's been engaging you know everybody is very outgoing this guy is very low-key but very funny at the same time so it's been fun to put it all together we'll get into some more on the court questions and things like that but i want to start with not exactly rapid fire but some questions that both of you can handle one after the other we'll go to julian now first for this one you played at st john's charlie played his college basketball at st joe's what was the most memorable college game of your career? Mm, I'd probably say for my, my freshman year when we played uh, Marquette as the last uh, regular season game. Okay. Um, we weren't supposed to win that game. You know, everybody kind of thought we were going to lose, but we ended up winning. I had a good game, and I got the game winning still, so it was pretty, Defense. pretty cool. You're yeah. going on the defensive side because you also – in a game against DePaul last year, right, had like 34 and 16 or something. So you're yeah. going with the game where you had the game-saving defensive play. I like yeah. that. What about you, Charlie? Um, it was my my junior year. We played in this little tournament in North Carolina. We played against UCF, and like I was, I, I couldn't miss that game. So that was probably one of my favorite games. Why do you guys wear the jersey numbers that you wear? 16 for you with the Sixers? Uh, to be honest, I didn't want that number, but they gave it to me, so I rocked with it. What about yeah, you, Yeah, I'm kind of the same with him. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even choose that number. But I so wore, you're five in summer league? Yeah, right? I wore five in high school, though, so I mean, I'm, not, I'm, I'm familiar with it. I didn't choose five, though. <laughs> I like it. It's cool. Favorite food, Julian? Uh, I'm going to go with chicken parm. That's like my favorite, my favorite meal. Me too. I'm yeah. a huge chicken parm guy. We went to a nice Italian restaurant here during summer league. Went with the veal parm because there was no chicken parm on the menu, but still very good. What about you, Charlie? I would say macaroni and cheese. Go to every time. From like anywhere or a specific place or what? My mom's pants. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Homemade, vintage. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to do in your free time away from basketball? Um, Talk to my nephews. I got five nephews. And they're all around the same age, and we all get on FaceTime together and just laugh it up. We play eight ball pool on iPhone games. It's very chill, very fun. I say watch movies. I mean, I'm a pretty quiet guy. I don't do too much, so whatever chance I get to sit down and watch a movie, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. So, what's your favorite type of movie to watch? Uh, my favorite movie is Transformers. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, last one before we get into some more specific questions. Um, if you weren't in the NBA. What do you think you'd be doing for a living? Uh, I'd probably be a teacher. Okay. Uh, Any teachers in your family? My mom's a teacher. Oh, awesome. Yeah, my mom's a teacher. That's kind of where I, where, I, where I first saw it from. And then growing up, I had a couple good teachers. 
and I saw the positive impact that they had on you know me and some other kids. So if I could you know be that guy, you know even for one kid, it'd be it'd be some cool for me. What grades or subjects has your mom taught? Uh, so my mom my mom teaches second grade, so she kind of teaches all the subjects. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. What about you? What would oh, you be doing? I would say uh, teacher or astronomer. Like growing up, I always wanted to be an astronomer. <laughs> I always thought space and all that was very fascinating. So, yeah. So, Charlie, being here at Summer League, I always think of like mantras that a team getting to know each other in a short period of time kind of rallies around or something. But for you, I look at it on social media from the individual perspective with your social media. A lot of your posts have the phrase, journey faithfully so what does that mantra mean to you um so i'm a christian i go to church and i believe so journey journey faithfully just means like you put in all your stress all your your hard work and everything that builds up inside of you into what you believe in and you kind of let that kind of let it go and let everything happen organically and naturally not really worrying about too much so yeah Julian, you said at the start of Summer League that this is some of the most fun you've had playing basketball. Why is that? I mean, it's just a new journey, you know. It's something, it's something new to, to take on. Um, I'm all about having new opportunities and, you know, taking opportunities. Um, obviously, there's been some ups and downs, like, just kind of figure it out. But, you know, I embrace – I try to embrace, you know, tough, tough and hard-working environments. So that's why I find it fun. And the guy next to you, part of his journey last year was with the Sixers, yes, but also the Bluecoats in the G League. And I wanted to ask you about um, being in Vegas with the Bluecoats because at the G League showcase, which is like the mid-season mm-hmm. showcase event, you had quite the whirlwind experience. Could you explain a little bit about how that went down, how you got the NBA call up while you were here and your stint with the Bluecoats was cut short at that time? Take us through that a little bit. Um, <clears throat> it was a lot going on. As y'all know, like it's, it's, it was a lot going on, but I think leading up to the the G League showcase, we had a we had a, a good squad and everybody was hungry. Everybody got an opportunity to show what they can do, and we ended up winning the 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 championship down there. But it's it feels good when you have some of the players and coaches and trainers that's been with you for a little bit of time that understands you and kind of knows you. So it's it's been a comfortable environment, and you can't you can't do nothing but grow in in its field. So, but you got called up by the Mavericks with two games left in the showcase for the Bluecoats, right? So yes. how qu- close to game time was that when you got called up to Dallas? It was it was legit probably like three minutes before the tip off. Uh, my agent called me and said he said like don't go on the court. I was still in the locker room at the time, and the math coach the math head coach. He came into the locker room and we talked a little bit, but it was it happened pretty fast. What stood out to you about playing with B-Ball Paul and Charles Bassey in the G League? Um, how how big of competitors they are, you know. Paul Ree, as y'all know, has like <laughs> zero interest in letting anybody win anything. He's he's a competitor at heart. He he does everything 100%. And the same with Charles Bassey, but he shows it in a different way. He's more of a quiet killer, where Paul Reed is like more of a like a, like a loud, like, yeah. yeah, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Julian, speaking of the G League, your twin brother, Justin, with the Toronto organization, he was on a two-way contract last year. So what advice has he given you about entering year one in, a, in the same situation? 
Uh, just, just to keep it even head. Um, he's like, sometimes you know you'll be up with a big team, sometimes you won't. Sometimes you won't be playing at all. He's like, you know, it's kind of just a lot of ups and downs. And he was like, as you know, as a basketball player and as a competitor himself, um, a lot of times he thought that he should be playing. You know, he felt that he should be playing. Like, um, but kind of just keeping that even head and you know, just going day by day and just keep you know keep pushing forward. You and him, you're both professional basketball players now. Yeah. How long ago did you first think that was a possibility? Yeah, that's dope, actually. Right. So what? That's dope. <laughs> uh, honestly, I mean, we've been playing since we were, like, what, three, I think? I probably didn't start taking basketball serious until, like, my ninth grade year. So it's been a while. You know, he's always been a basketball player. He's always wanted to play basketball. So it's been his dream. Um, and his dream kind of turned into my dream. So... It's been it's been years years in the making for sure. Back to Charlie with the Bluecoats and the Sixers experience last year. <clears throat> About a week into January, you scored you had an and one against the Spurs in a Sixers uniform. You're a Philadelphia guy. What was going through your head during that moment when you scored your first bucket as a Sixer on the home floor? Um, I screamed. <laughs> Uh, as soon as I got an N one, like I looked to the crowd and, and like the crowd screamed, so it brought that scream out of me. And but my my next thought was like I gotta make the free throw. I can't get an I can't get a an one and not make the free throw. So I had to lock back in like expeditiously. Love it. It was a season of development here at Summer League. It's about development. The G League stuff we talk about is about development. And from what I hear about Julian as a college player, part of your development was three a day workouts how how were those structured how often were you doing those give us a little bit about that I mean yeah so you know coming in my freshman year obviously I wasn't I wasn't the dude you know and I, I, mean, I was quiet so I didn't really expect to be the dude I didn't even expect to start I didn't even expect to play to be honest um, I kind of just walked in there like yo like they asked me to come so you know I'm gonna come um but yeah I mean you know halfway through my freshman year I went to like a little like freshman wall I wasn't playing wasn't playing too well I wasn't playing too much um, so kind of from them, you know, from then, you know, I grabbed one of my coaches um, and I was like, yo, like, we're going to go three times a day. Uh, he's like, all right, like, let's go. So I would go in the morning. I would go before practice and after practice. And then at night I would come up with myself and like just put up, you know, hundreds of shots. Um, that's kind of what turned me, like, you know, helped me turn the corner and stuff like that. But I mean, if you love basketball, it's not, it's not a, it's not really a grind. You know, it's kind of just, I'm doing what I love, you know, so every opportunity that I get, I'm going to take it. We talked about your mom. Your dad was a soccer player. Yep. Won a national championship at your school, St. John's, yep. John's, 1996. So did you play any other sports besides basketball growing up? Did you uh, play soccer? I did play soccer. I played soccer and I played baseball. Um, I didn't like soccer, though. I didn't like it at all. It was, wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my favorite sport. But um, we would go to soccer camp at St. John's. That's why I was so familiar with St. John's. Um, and that's probably what put them above a lot of other schools, that I was familiar with them. You know, I would go there and – I know nobody on the basketball side, but I know everybody on every every other sport, you know, so that was pretty cool. But I played every sport. I was just, awesome. you know, as an athlete, I just played just to play. So Yeah. Yeah. Charlie, um, back to the Sixers. I think this might be one of our last questions here, if not the last. You were a fan before you were a Sixers player. So, like, you talked about Allen Iverson, Dr. J, just different things. Like, what's your earliest Sixers memory as a fan? That's a good question. Um, how how often did you go to games? To be honest, I probably went to a game probably like every other month. We we just, we usually watched it on television. Like I watched old recordings, 
hardwood classics, but I think me and my dad went to at least one game a month. Gotcha. My, my, I don't got no like specific crazy memories though. I just remember like being at the game. I had a Sixers hat on. I had <laughs> I had the whole year the, the the socks. I had everything. So it was yeah. And when you became a Sixer, how many people were coming to the games? Family and friends. The whole city. I remember the, the one game against the Spurs. Where I got the N one. Like I had at least about like a hundred family members at the game. After the game, I came out, and they all were just sitting in the section, like loud. Had posters and stuff like that so it's it's a dream come true honestly we'll end with this it's pretty simple you can take it wherever you want whoever wants to go first can go first what excites you the most about the upcoming basketball season i'm gonna say opportunity i'm a big opportunity opportunity guy um you know coming in being able to play with guys who've played for a while play with some vets some some all-stars at that um you know, and also play with the blue coat guys and, you know, kind of just take from everybody and learn. I'm just, I'm looking forward to learning this season and, you know, growing as a basketball player. Um, I would say each season is a different journey for me personally. So I think just looking forward to all the unexpected turns and I'm just taking every step at a time. <clears throat> Small steps turning to miles. So I'm here. Uh, I can't wait for the season to start and can't wait for great things to happen for me and my brother right here. Appreciate you. Charlie Brown Jr. and Julian Champagny, thanks so much. Appreciate it. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, oh my six, God. Six, <laughs> ten, nine, eight, seventy-six. We out it. <laughs>